0: Hello and welcome to episode 240 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. Got a good one for you this week. John Paul Jones, perhaps you've heard of him on his Zuma tour, West Hollywood, California at the House of Blues, October 29th, 1999 in the last millennium. Now, I have this because Jonesy is super awesome, and his shows are super awesome, and his musicianship is second to none. However, I must make a confession. This was going to be the, uh, sadly overdue October Patreon episode for my patrons, but, um, unfortunately, I actually, at this moment, have COVID, and, uh, As you can probably hear, it hasn't hit me that hard, but what it has done is aside from making my chest feel like I've just swallowed a thousand hornets, um, it gives me very little energy. So I am running on fumes. I grabbed this. I apologize, patrons. It's going to be a little later, but I had to get this out tonight. So apologies, everybody. This is going to be more of a short, sweet, and by the numbers uh, podcast, cause I just don't have that much gumption and all I want to do is sleep. It's 5 PM here and I've, uh, taken two, two hour naps already. <laughs> so apologies for the lack of energy, but other than that, okie dokie. John Paul Jones. This is right off the master cassette of, from the recorder. The set list is as follows. I'm giving you the set list because you can go to heart of Markness Dot com, and get this entire show if you want. Just if, if this show has been out for a while, it is November 5th today. Remember, remember the 5th of November, 2023. If you're listening to this far past that, just go to heartofmarkness.com, use the search function to find this show, and grab it. The set list as as follows. Opens with Zuma, then into Grind, then The Smile of Your Shadow, Nosumi Blues... Spaghetti Junction, which is off the Scream for Help soundtrack with Jimmy. No Quarter, which is a song by Fish. Goose, Steal Away, Snake Eyes, Crackback, another one off the Scream for Help soundtrack. Bee Fingers, Jump Blues, When the Levee Breaks, perhaps you've heard of that. Tidal, Trampled Underfoot, and Black Dog. I love it that he does those Zeppelin songs because they're his. Black Dog is his riff he brought that to the band when the levee breaks he's got a part in that trampled underfoot that's all him and no quarter of course very cool now we're going to start here and i'm going to be playing for you the first three songs of this set because as i listen to this recording it just blew me away, like right from the start. The unbelievable musicianship. And typically, when I do Jonesy stuff, I've done it at least once before. I think twice, maybe three times. Oh, maybe three times, because I did him and uh, Diamante Glass too, in 1994. Uh, I typically do the Zeppelin stuff. This time I did not. I'm just playing the first three songs. Well, no, I'm not. I'm playing the first four songs. (laughs) Song one, song two, and song four, skipping song three. Because, as I listened and was kind of taking brief notes, these are the ones that are just like, this is just a strong fucking opener, and let's just run with it. And let's hear Jonesy playing contemporary Jonesy stuff. So, we're going to start with Zuma as the show opener. It's going to start off kind of shitty. It's going to clear up as the guy sets up his mics, sets up his recorder, gets established in his seat. People sit down and the sound stage opens up to him and the mix gets fixed, too. So it starts off and you'd be like, dude, why am I listening to what sounds like a 1970 audience recording from 1999? And why did you choose this to share with us, Mark? Give it a minute. It gets better throughout. And then, of course, by about halfway through Zuma, it is it is as good as it's going to get. And uh, it's perfectly great. It is very loud, very punchy. And I believe on this tour, maybe it was the Thunder Thief tour. I know at some point, I believe Jonesy opened for King Crimson, which would have been an incredible show because while I was listening to this, all I was thinking was this is King Crimson level shit, which is praise indeed because John Paul Jones is, of course, an incredible King Crimson level musician, which is saying something. So let's jump into it with the title track from his first solo album, Zuma. Yeah, but he did that. That wasn't a solo album. Like I said, he did it with the Amanda Gallus. So, suck it, Zuma, ladies and gentlemen. October twenty ninth, nineteen ninety nine, West Hollywood, California. House of Blues, John Paul Jones. What say you, outsider? Will you also woo for the great John Paul Jones? Do it. Woo! There you go. Unbelievably badass. I realized upon listening to, listening to it, because there's about 30 seconds of that track that I cut, because it was just even quieter, that it's the dude actually entering the venue and walking into it and getting to his seat. So, there you go. You have a little bit of a travel. little traveling music there. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Jonesy, 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 Jonesy. I don't know for sure who the band is, but it seems like it would make sense if it were the people that played on his album, which were on Zuma, it was Pete Thomas on the drums, Paul Leary playing only one guitar solo, Trey Gunn, Mo Jones, Mo Jones, spoken word, that's his wife. Wow, there's not a lot of folks. Jonesy's on just about everything, holy shit. So yeah, Tray, Gunn, Paul Leary, Pete Thomas, uh, Dan- Denny Fongheiser on the djembe, the hippie drums, and the London Symphony Orchestra. Bunch of different engineers. All right, well, let's say hopefully it's Pete Thomas on drums. I don't know. I don't know. If I had more gumption, I would look it up. But I don't. Da-da. I don't. Da-da. I ain't got no gumption today, cause I'm sick, I got the COVID, what, I got the COVID, and I'm loopy, as you tell. <laughs> Alright, well, let's jump into it loud, this concert is loud and powerful, the bass, you can just feel the the strength and the, just the sheer force of the bass of Jonesy. And that he is and was as the Page Plant reunion showed epically the special sauce that made led zeppelin unbelievable i mean bonzo of course none of them are replaceable but jonesy sometimes i feel gets the little bit of the short end of the stick because he's not wild he doesn't have that mystery that jimmy has he doesn't have that that extroverted I am a golden god charisma of Robert. He doesn't have the thundering virtuosity of Bonzo, although he has his own thundering virtuosity. He doesn't have the tragic backstory. He's a professional musician who was professional and, ver- and unbelievable his entire career. He made Zeppelin magical, and he's sharing his magic with the world. And again, he's not the only one. None of them could have done anything, but I do feel that of them all, Jonesy is more like, uh, the Jan Brady of the group because he was the responsible middle child. All right. The smile of her shadow, your shadow. Is that what we're doing? Yes. We're not going to listen to grind. We're going to listen to the smile of your shadow. Track three. Here we go. It is brilliant and loud and loud and brilliant. Enjoy. Rock and roll. Okay, Okay. (laughs) another silly bass instrument. Uh, This this is the bass mandolin. Uh, All these instruments have been made by that man over there, Mr. Hugh Manson. just keeps making him and hand to me and go, oh there's another one. <laughs> oh, they sound so now what's uh the show. Well, thank you, Jonesy. The track listing is wrong for this, cause as you may have caught, what we listened to which was listed as the smile of your shadow was in fact grind and the smile of your shadow is the song that he was just about to play there and which is the song that we're about to hear it's listed as Nosumi blues but it is most definitely the smile of your shadow so sorry about that you guys know most of you know how these live recordings work sometimes the track listings are wrong sometimes they're just not filled out because people don't know the songs This is a case of the former. It's just off by one, it seems. So, well, that's okay. Because it's still pretty fucking awesome, right? And, all right, well, let's get through this. Apologies. So, yes, that was Grind. That was not the smile of your shadow. What you just heard. (laughs) Is Grind. Apologies, and as the taper would surely do if he knew, he apologizes too. Sorry, everybody. But this is an opportunity for me to say thank you and that you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube under the name Heart of Markness. YouTube is blowing up, finally, finally getting numbers in the thousands because I hadn't been doing it right. Cause I'm a fucking idiot, but my friend, Jeremy bless your heart. The one who actually provided the logo for the podcast with the microphone and the microphone literally through which I'm speaking with you, uh, told me about some extra steps to take when making my YouTube video, including putting tags in and subtitle information and things which i hadn't done because i thought the tags were done with the initial channel and it was dumb i should have thought about it because it was obvious forehead slapping obvious like this that was my forehead um and boy what a difference it made so lots more views on youtube But you've already found me, so you're already listening to me, so you don't know where to find me. Don't need to know where to find me. But on Facebook, there is a Facebook group for the Heart of Markness podcast, which has a few hundred people in it who are all, so far so good, pretty fucking nice, and you can hang out and talk classic rock and Zeppelin and stuff and ask your questions. Do you think Jimmy would blah, blah, blah? Speaking of, Jimmy Page played at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony where he played honoring the inductee link ray and he played rumble brown 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 bum 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 and he kicked ass 80 years old essentially he's 80 in three months and uh came out with the double neck and fucking wowed it I was going to grab it, rip it off of YouTube, merge it with the snippet that was released professionally, make it sound good and talk about it. But my buddy and budding nemesis, uh, JCM on the YouTube channel, the guy that does all those Zeppelin documentaries, did one already. So I don't have to. He did it better than I. Go look at the JCM YouTube. You'll get a better explanation of what happened. Jimmy came out and played, basically he played the song Rumble with tremendous attitude, skill, charm, grace, and Jimmy Page badassery, and uh, played it true to form. And Led Zeppelin News, James, who I've had on the show a couple times here, has interviewed uh, Anton Fig and the other guy, the guy who played bass, uh, who were Jimmy's band already, and that's up at Led Zeppelin News if you're on his uh, substack. So there's already stuff there the day after. It's all out there. Why don't you just tell us, Mark? No, look it up yourself. I'm busy, and I'm sick, and I'm full of hate, even though I sound pretty happy. No, when I get sick, I get grumpy. And I am grumpy. So, all right. Yes, Uh, Facebook, you got all that. Heartofmarkness.com, I've already mentioned. You can go to heartofmarkness.com. That's a website I have specifically for the posting of the concerts that I cover. For the posting of the concerts that I cover with the Jello pudding pops. My God, that was a dead, perfect Bill Cosby. You terrified me, Mark. I thought Bill Cosby was in the room with me. If he was, you'd already be asleep and in danger. All right. Uh, yes, and lastly, all of this is possible thanks to the Titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast. My patrons. My patrons, who would have been listening to this great show while you guys listen to something else, but I got sick and had to pull this out from them. I apologize, patrons. I'll get to you in the next day or two, I promise. I already know what I'm going to play, and it's going to be good. And these unwashed masses will never know. So, these are the, as I said, aforementioned... Titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble and mighty podcast. If you want to be in that number, you can go to patreon.com. That was dumb. Or go to com and hit the patreon button that's there and see if there's something there for you. It's a free podcast. It's always going to be a free podcast. But if you want to kick me a little cheddar, I would be grateful. So a Laurel and Hardy handshake go out to Lisa, Keith, and Tilda. Brian, Steve, George, Big Ed, Kenny of regular size, John from West Footscray, Picard, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, Other David, Bonzo Billy, and Mimo. Shout out goes out to Patron Emeritus Knagarn. Love you, man. Glad you're still listening. Hope all is well. And uh, thank you for everything, man. All right. Now we are done with the spiel. Let us jump back into the songs. What songs? These songs. Now we're really going to listen to the smile of your shadow. All right. Beautiful. Sounds very uh, Kid A Radioheadish. Which is high praise, because Radiohead is an insane band, and like Zeppelin, they are a million times better live than on record. Here you go. Smile of your shadow for real this time. Jonesy. (laughs) Jonesy. Here we go. Multi-instrumentalist, genius, composer, arranger. John Paul Jones, a.k.a. John Baldwin. Bless your heart, sir. Man, I would love to interview him. There may be a choice with that. Jimmy, no way. Robert, no way. Jonesy might. I'm going to talk to some people. And see if I can get a contact for Jonesy. I would love to interview him. And whatever he wants to talk about. You want to talk about Ghost Sonata? I'll talk about Ghost Sonata for an hour, buddy. I would love to talk about the playing bass for Etta James in 1975. At the Montreux Jazz Festival. I'll talk about that. The stuff he did with Diamanda Gallas. The, um... Oh my god, I can't remember coming at ya. The funk album he did in 1973 with Madeline Bell, not Maggie Bell. Different one. There's so much. The work he did with McCartney, give my regards to Broad Street, the work he did with R.E.M. and the Mission and the Butthole Surfers. Holy shit. It never ends. And, of course, you know, he's played a gig or two himself. Fuck, can you imagine that? That would be so cool. All right, well, I have a goal. I'm also completely exhausted from sitting in a chair for half an hour and talking occasionally. God damn! I took the garbage out earlier and had to take a nap. (laughs) Fucking COVID. I mean, it could be worse. could be a trillion times worse. So I'm going to go to bed. Love you guys. I will talk to you next Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And uh, be good to yourselves and each other. Next week will be straight up Led Zeppelin because it's been a while since I've done just Zeppelin. I've danced around a little bit with the solo stuff. Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, Jimmy Page and the Black Rose, John Paul Jones, etc. Coverdale Page will be back to regular good old Led Zeppelin next week. Don't you worry. Love you. Bye-bye.